You are listening to the Techie Leadership Show with Bogdan and Andrei. Hello and welcome to the Techie Leadership Show. Today with me I have Richard Ruiz. He's a psychologist, coach, consultant and author. He worked as a sales manager in several countries like Venezuela, Mexico, El Salvador and Costa Rica. After that, he switched to the academic world, working as a director of leadership center at the Universidad Americana in Paraguay. At the moment, he's working as a mental coach for a professional soccer team and does independent consulting and coaching. Hi, Richard. How are you? Fine. Thank you, Andre. Yeah, glad to have you on, uh, on the show. I'm really, really curious to listen to your stories and your insights, especially after working with a professional soccer team, you get really involved in uh, <laughs> in leadership there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I'm going to well share a little bit of a of a story related related to leadership within the football context. Awesome, awesome. Before that, do you want to add anything else about yourself? Uh, well. I, my name is Richard Ruiz. I am 40 years old. I am from Colombia. Uh, I have lived in, in several countries and since 2009, I, I live in Paraguay. Uh, prior to working in the psychology and coaching field, I worked in, in sales within a publishing company from Spain. Uh, this company had the, the, the headquarters in, in Venezuela. Uh, well, this was a, an amazing time in my life because in, in spite of being very young, I was given uh, many opportunities to, to meet the other countries. Good. While I was in Mexico as a manager, I began to study literature very thoroughly. Then I arrived to Paraguay with a consultant training group, then worked six years as a, a leadership director at a university. And I, in, in that university, I got my degree in psychology, then uh, uh, did a, a master's degree in CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. And six, since uh, 2015, I have been working mainly as a soft skills trainer. Awesome. Okay, that sounds really good. Cannot wait especially to make a little teaser about uh, the story with the soccer team, the leadership story of the soccer team. Well, um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. sorry. And um, I hope that's the success story because we're starting with that one. So what is the biggest leadership success story you witnessed personally? Well, uh, that's, that's, that's really a great question because when, when it comes to inspirational leadership stories, it always uh, uh, comes, to mind, comes to my mind uh, people like Chocolaton. I don't know if you, uh, you have a read or, or you know about the Ernest Chocolaton story in 19, uh, no. yeah, 1915, he saved all his crew 
from uh, well, and one of the most cruel and difficult environment you can ever imagine. Well, that's that's mm -hmm. a, a sex story. Ernest nice. uh, Chocolaton's story. Other there are other two well characters that I like a lot. And one is uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Why? Because he had to lead uh, among the most buka, you know, the term buka, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. Okay. He had to lead uh, in that environment among the most powerful and difficult leaders of the time Churchill, Montgomery, Stalin, and the like. Other story is the, the Kennedy in the Solomon Island. Because when you understand that story, then, or when you know about this story, that story of Kennedy in Solomon Island, you understand his behavior several years, um, fast forward several years, when he, is in the midst of the missile mi missile crisis with Cuba. But regarding the... the well, that's, just that's, curious, was <laughs> <laughs> Well, he had a, uh, he was the commander of some kind of boats called PT boats. Okay. And he was the commander. It's, it's like, a, like, 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 like a small boat in, in the... He was sent in as a commander in a mission in the Pacific. But he had a, a very uh, um, let's say di dictatorial uh, reckless commander. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's, yeah, someone who just, you know, somebody say, it is said that you have to use a carrot and a stick. Well, this guy nice. didn't use the carrot, just the stick. And you Love have the to, stick. Okay. yeah, attack, attack, attack. So he, this commander sent him in a, in a suicide mission and they were attacked. Kennedy almost got killed. Uh, they swim and the, to the shore, to the, well, to the nearest uh, shore, they got mm, to the beach. Solomon Islands. He, yeah, to the Solomon Islands. And they were considered uh, dead. And he was able to, well, sort of write a message in a, in a coconut. Uh, and okay. they sent, sent this message with a native guy. And this guy sent it to the to the U.S. base, and they were rescued. So, what okay. was the point here? What's the point? Kennedy sent uh, to a su suicide mission by a very bad leader, yes. uh, a, a very uh, reckless leader. Then, in 1963 when after after the big bay disaster 
Yes. Uh, Kennedy was faced with the, you know, after the Big Bay disaster, uh, it came the, 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 the missiles crisis, crisis with Cuba. So after the disaster in, in Big Bay, the, the military guys saw the, the crisis, the missile crisis as, a, as an opportunity to make things even, something like that. Yes. So they were pushing Kennedy to attack. Yes. You know, they were pushing Kennedy, Kennedy attack. We have to attack, we have to attack. So Kennedy reminded of the commander he had in the, in the who, who's, who had sent him in this suicide mission. Yes. So, he always uh, well had this this commander in his mind while being as as, as a president, hearing the, the 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 military guys attack attack attack. So Kennedy didn't um, act on the on the advice of these guys, and and the, uh, finally the decision was correct to put the island in quarantine. So that is a great example of how the most difficult times in your life have the, perhaps the, the biggest lessons that are the, you know, the foundational yes. step for, for, for your next level in life. Well, actually, I was not going to, <laughs> to say that story, but I like it a lot. Yeah, but I was curious. It's a really good story. and I learned something new about history. So moving on, what do you want to see? Yeah, and, and you can uh, watch these stories in, in very detail in a recent documentary from History Channel. Because the, 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 this documentary is based exactly on that concept. How, how the, the war experiences produces produced, sorry, like 10 presidents of the United States. It's, it's really, really interesting. Awesome. Okay, but uh, the, re regarding the, the question of a, a, a success story that I had personally witnessed, but it was uh, last year and I, and I really like, like to, to tell about this because- Please go ahead. Uh, when I when I got to the soccer uh, football team, I was hired, but not as a a part of the strategy of the team. Okay. No, I was hired because they had to. <laughs> I mean, it was a, <laughs> okay, a yeah, it was a mandatory rule for the clubs issue by the Paraguayan football association so they told all the clubs apart from the doctor nutritionist physiologist you have to have a, a psychologist in your staff they said what we don't need a guy like that we don't need that sorry you have to have that okay so they hired me and they well, you know, normally in, in any in any job, you are given a, a well a sort of 
procedures manual. Okay, this yes. is your job. This is this is what you have to do. You are going to be measured by this and and, and the like. Yeah. And then, well, I was hired. Well, welcome to the dinner. I was very, very excited because, oh, wow, my dream came uh -huh. to working yes. in a profession. But then I, you know, I arrived to, well, like to a desert. Okay, what do I want to do? And, and, every, and everybody, you know, saw you as a, like an alien or a, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so uh, like the perfect outsider. Well, I have to say that the I, I was lucky because part of the decision of uh, actually ninety percent of the decision of hiring me uh, was uh, based on the decision of the coach. And the coach is a very, at that time, was a very famous, famous coach here. And okay. he gave me, he gave me the, the, the confidence. He, he told me, I, I believe in this, but I don't see how quite to fit the psychology within, within the team. And well, I, I have to say that he was perhaps the only one who believed in this. And I began okay. to, you know, I, well, I, it was a, a very bad time because, first of all, I, well, I know, obviously, I know how to uh, conduct a uh, development or uh, a personal development process with a person and with a team that yes. is something that i do and, and i know how to do it uh, I, how to diagnose and how to develop a plan both for individuals and for teams i mean that's that's something that i that i and any coach knows how how to do it how to do it but when I began to approach uh, the players, they began to, no, no, uh, so, sort of, uh, I, I don't need you. Uh, I like you, but yes. please, uh, I, I, I'm not bad. And I began to, no, no, this is high performance psychology. There is no need that you, that you tell me that you're bad. There is nothing bad with you. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't be here because this is a highly competitive environment. Well, yeah. and and well, for for one hand, I I wasn't let to do my job. Let's put it this way: I yes. didn't have a space. I didn't have an office. I didn't have absolutely anything. I was like a like a. Privileged spectator. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I arrive at the at the trainings and the matches, and I just sit. I, I did nothing, and to to worsen the situation, the okay. team began to lose very badly. Oh my God! So everybody, I mean the. The, the board and the people around the team began to say, 
What are you here for? What are you yeah. here for? Huh? What's Start the matter playing, with this guy? Oh What's God. the matter with these players? And I just sit quiet, quiet, quiet. But I had been obviously analyzing the dynamics, yeah, the oh, relationship. Cool. I yeah, uh, since the when when I used to arrive at the club, I always uh, I always I, I I would go to the locker room. Uh, the players are amazing. They are very friendly. They are wonderful people. Always they 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 were always wonderful with me. But just mm. as a well as an acquaintance, uh, as a friend, yes. and no no more than that. And but I began to see some some patterns that that I I began to tell myself. Mm, these are the reasons this team is not working. And I, uh, I began to, uh, to talk to the coach, but uh, in a very, let's say, in a more serious way. And I, yes. I remember I, I told him, let me, let me do some tests. And I, I and I will show you in, in in paper what you have to do with this team. And the, the wonderful thing is that uh, I conduct the conducted the you know the five this uh, these functionalities of a team from Patrick Lencioni. Okay, you you conduct that. that yeah, the, 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 there are five dysfunctions of any team, and, and, and with this, with that test, you can uh, well show someone if there is lack of um, trust, lack of conflict, lack of commitment, and there are five uh, measures in, in in that test. So I conducted that, and I. Um, show the coach well these are the problems and i also conducted a sociogram you know a okay. sociogram is this is, 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 is a tool to show who are the most influential guys and who are the less influential guys mm, and, the and team. I, I showed them i showed him these are the problems and these are the the, the guys the most influential guys that the least influential guys if you empower these guys, they are going to solve absolutely everything. Awesome. Beginning, beginning with the captain. And <laughs> you know, this, this, this team had great players. The most successful coach as the coach and one of the best captains of the country. Then why huh. were they failing? Were they losing? Yeah. Okay, why were they losing? And the cat, I the, uh, uh, after talking to the coach, I began to work personally with the captain, and I began to tell him, you know, you have to do this. You have people see you this way, they perceive you this way, and he began to to. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't aware 
of the impact of his leadership in with, with his teammates. Oh well, God. I didn't know that. For, for instance, he used to uh, arrive to the locker room and just just wave it at them. Hey, hello, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. No more. And I began to tell, no, 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 no. You, you have to get closer to them. You are the captain. People, people need to feel you. Uh, and, and well, we began to, to make some very, very uh, subtle adjustments to the dynamics of the team. And we recover and we not also recover, but we also, we, we began to win, win, win. And, and by several yeah. goals, and at the end, we, nice. we, we even uh, qualify for an international tour tournament this year. Ah, now that's a success story. Yeah, and, 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 I, and, I, and I wanted to, to tell you this story for two reasons. Because, uh, first of all, uh, for me, this is the, the, the triumph of, the, of leadership. Because do you know the? I, I actually I was reading your your website, and 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 this uh, initiative that you you have yes. is related to the people in the technical fields, right? Yes. Okay. Do you know? Obviously, maybe you you already know the the, the famous bicycle metaphor regarding leadership, uh, technical skills, and soft skills. Are you... I don't know that metaphor. I don't know it. Please do tell me. Well, uh, uh, you have this bicycle, and you have the bicycle, and you have the, the front wheel and the back wheel. Okay? Yes. So, which of the wheel, which of the wheels uh, move the, the, the bicycle. The back wheel. Exactly. The back wheel, the, the movement begins, uh, sorry, the, the, the movement depends on the back wheel. So yes. then what is the front wheel for? It's for steering. Exactly, for the steering. Directing the movement that is generated right. by the back wheel. Well, the back wheel is your technical knowledge. Yes. And the front wheel is your leadership knowledge. The back wheel is the ah. tough skills. I actually, I have in my website a, a bicycle explaining that. The back wheel is the tough skills, your technical skills, and the front wheel is the uh, are the or is the uh, soft skills. Actually, I had a, a, a professor. Sure. Yeah, I had a professor at the university. And he worked at IBM in the United States. And he told me that I, in, in IBM, they, they asked you, okay, Andre, in, in the future, would you like to be a manager? And okay. obviously, most of them used yes. to tell, yeah, of course, of course, you know, all, all the perks uh, that come along with uh, such positions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, 
you have to understand that you will have to deal with people. Are yes. you are you okay with that? And 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 that means uh, energy, passions, um, transfers of knowledge, and some of them uh, at the end said no, 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 no. And then IBM uh, would tell them, okay, then we're going to prepare you to be a, a highly technical, technical high-paying individual. Yeah, but please remember that maybe in the future your boss is going to be someone who knows or has a less technical knowledge uh, than you. Why? Because the higher you climb, the less importance have the soft skills or technical skills and uh, the, the, um, the most important skills are the, the, the soft skills the soft skills so in in this uh, context of um, soccer they maybe they didn't realize the, 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 the importance <laughs> the, the, the leadership has in, in in, uh, in in others. So actually, I yeah, I drew lessons from that experience. First of all, don't assume leadership is passed on by osmosis. People need to feel that's you. true. You know, when when I talk to the coach, I I I told him, you know, let tell me. Coach, tell me one person that you respect the most. That if you have that person within 10 meters, you, well, you begin to shake out of respect ah, of that person. Good question. And he told me, well, the Pope, the Pope uh, Francis, okay? Yes. So maybe you would be so impressed that maybe you wouldn't dare to to approach him to to talk to him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because that's a, a normal reaction when you respect so much of a person. And maybe in, even if it is a, a famous one. So then I asked him, "What if it was the other way around?" I mean, what if you are sit here and the Pope stands up and approach you? What would be the effect mm -hmm. of you? So much profound. While you here for these players, most of them were very young, you are like the Pope. Pope yeah. And they are waiting, they are waiting, and they are wanting, they are yearning an interaction, a private, a private interaction with you. They are not Super going to fun. tell you. Yeah, they are not going to, so you have to approach them. Well, these guys almost killed by, uh, actually, uh, at the end, he was hired for the, for a very big team. Uh, actually, mm -hmm. he's, he's very famous, but uh, after that tournament, after that, after all those good results, 
Yeah. Good results, exactly. He was hired by a big, very big team. And, mm-hmm. But the, the guys, the, 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 the players, well, love, love, love him. Well, that's the, the, the first lesson. Uh, don't assume leadership passed by osmosis. People need, need to feel you. When it, uh, second lesson, when it comes to motivation, did you see or did you, did you watch the movie Monsters University? Monsters Inc. Or Monster Monsters Inc. Inc. Yes, Monsters Inc. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Monsters Inc. Well, do you, do you recall the Mike Wasowski, the character Mike yeah. Wasowski? Yeah, the little yes. green guy. The little okay. green one, yeah. He was really motivated. Uh, exactly. When it comes to motivation, let Mike Wasowski be the pilot of your team and, be, and let Spock, the Star, Star Trek uh, character, the one who is the Vulcan guy, <laughs> yes. let him to be the co-pilot. Let be the, the co-pilot because obviously you, you need what, what I call rational motivation. So you need Michael yeah. Saski at the forefront and, and then as the co-pilot um, um, spot. And, and third, play with the CISO. Do you know the CISO? Yeah, Can I know. The yes. CISO of art and science. Oh. What, what is art? Is, is, is some, is, is the intuition you have when you see yes. It doesn't seem quite well. Well, that's art. And science is when, when I conducted the test and showed yes. them the, the results in a very scientific way. So we need both. We need both. And, and well, Sometimes you need to go with your gut and sometimes you need to go with hard data. Exactly right. Uh, I love the story because, as you said, like the team, they had the best coach really amazing players so it looks like a guaranteed success but without having leadership and without having the leaders take up the mantle of leadership and doing the job required of a leader to inspire and motivate and help the team grow and get all the potential out it wasn't happening they were losing matches and it wasn't going great and i love the fact that you said you started by identifying the the influencers inside the team and started working your way through them to see the changes you wanted uh, in that team. And that that's really yeah, powerful exactly. because sometimes the influencers might not want to work with you. And if you spend most of your time working with people that have, don't have that much influence, you're not going to get the results as fast as you want. So the fastest way is to work with people that are already, they're seen as leaders, but they're not doing the job of a leader and just coaching them to do more of, of uh, the, the correct leadership uh, behaviors. That's so amazing. Yeah. And now, Richard, I'm really curious. That, what's that, the that, that, that is, that is, that, that would be, that would be like pushing the gas pedal without changing the gears. Yeah. Good, good metaphor. <laughs> I like it. And now, Richard, I'm really curious what would be the biggest leadership failure story you had an unfortunate experience of witnessing? By far, by far, the Venezuelan case. You know, I, I live in Venezuela. I live in Venezuela in 1999 when Hugo okay. Chavez uh, had uh, took office. Uh, actually, at the time, <coughs> he was 
he has been like a one year as president and by far that's the the worst or or the best worst example of history because are, I think <laughs> that there is, yeah, there is, there is not some countries, some leader who, who has had so much money, resources and influence like him, maybe King Solomon or some king from yeah. other area. And you know what uh, what uh, Venezuela became? Uh, yeah. Well, tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To to say the least, yes, yeah, that tragedy. And that's the 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 the, the best worst example of leadership when you see uh, everywhere when you see someone like cultivating a, a cult of himself and, and well yes. we know all 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 the it's the same script for all the dictators and in this case is for me is the worst ex, uh, case i have witnessed because i lived there in two in two yeah. um two different uh, stages, something to, to, yes. to put it this way. In 19, from 1991, uh, sorry, from 1999 to 2002, and then from 2005 to 2008. And while I have been seeing the decadency of that country out of poor leadership. Oh. Yeah, and it's 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 exactly the same situation like with the soccer team. They have all the resources. They're they could be like the Switzerland of South America, based on all the resources they have and all and everything. But it's something is it's not working on the leadership level to to direct the country on the right path. Exactly, exactly, and they they wasted they wasted everything. And they are uh, well in bank bankruptcy. And uh, the the current president is is haunted by the the U.S. government. is an is an narco narco country right now. Oh, well, yeah. let's not talk about Venezuela because we yeah, are going yeah. to get depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's move on. And Richard, what would be your leadership philosophy? Well, my leadership philosophy is, uh, le, le, let me put it this way, put people first, being you among those people. Put oh, people first, be you. you among those people. <clears throat> and what do In you say words, that? What, what put yourself first? Well, because uh, I, I always, uh, you know, I, I do psychotherapy and and the most common problems are obviously uh, anxiety and, and depression. And yes. we, used, we used to be so hard on ourselves. Um, oh, yeah. That's one of, the, one of the causes of that approach towards us is because, you know, familiarity 
causes uh, contempt. In other words, yeah. the more you see someone, the more you see something, yes. the less value you you tend yeah, it to. Becomes, yeah, yeah, it becomes pretty pretty normal. That 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 is something that we have to keep in mind um, when we, for instance, when we are married, when we are in a in a well in in every it applies it, it applies. Uh, uh, all over the place with, with spouses, with girlfriends, with uh, jobs, yes. because you tend to overlook, let's say, the, the blessings, the, 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 the good things. You begin to feel that that's, that's pretty normal. And well, that's, 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 that's another, another topic. But yeah. the, the point is, yeah. we tend to be so hard on ourselves. And I always do this uh, simple exercise. Let's pretend that someone in your office um, had made the same mistake. What, what would you tell them? What would be your reaction? Oh. Well, maybe, maybe if people always say, they always say, oh, well, yeah, most of the time I, I, I tell them, it's okay, it's, it's, it's not so bad, uh, take it easy, we're going to recover, we're going to do it again. Do better next time. So compassion, people is, are, well, most of the time, in, in many cases, more compassionate toward others than with them. So yes. when you, let's, uh, when you flip everything, I mean, Stop treating others well and be so hard on yourself. Do it the other way around. Treat yourself as if you were the other person. Actually, that's that's mm. very powerful. Mm, uh, yes. One of the the approaches I like to work is the the ACT approach. ACT, acceptance and commitment therapy. And one of the main techniques of the therapy is cognitive diffusion. Cognitive okay. diffusion. Because diffusion. we sometimes tend to, we tend to think that we are our thoughts and, and not. Yeah. You are you and your thoughts are, are your thoughts. Ah. So when you begin to, to, to distance from your thoughts, you begin to have a, a, a well a healthy relationship and more compassionate um, relationship with your thoughts and, and you begin to um, filter the, the, the good the, the good thoughts uh, yeah. from the from the bad ones. The bad and one. when you know that thoughts causes emotion and emotion causes action with <laughs> that uh, uh, three uh, dynamics, you begin to, to really um, be aware or uh, be careful with what you think because that causes your emotional state and, and that emotional yeah. state determines your attitude. So that's, that's my, my, my leadership philosophy. Uh, treat, treat you the way you treat other people, especially after setbacks. Yeah, 
And that, that's something that also I had to learn because I used to be like really hard on myself. Probably I'm still, I'm still working on the whole process. It's not easy. Uh, and seeing value in myself because I was caught off in my career offside by people seeing more value in me than I was seeing in myself. And I like that you also, like when you were talking about getting involved with the soccer team, the head coach saw the value in you and uh, said, hey, if he sees value in me, I should join the, the team and see how yeah. I can help them. So sometimes we're blind like to the obvious stuff that the value we can provide to, to an organization, a situation, whatever we want to do. And even if you're like an expert, let's say, or you can still be blind. You should look in the mirror more often. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and um, Richard, for aspiring leaders, what would be your top three leadership tips you would have for them? Well, the first one is uh, be and do first what you want others to be and do. Set, set the example because we already know that People yes. don't uh, get convinced by what you say, rather by what you do. So it, it is related with the leadership philosophy we just mentioned. All first, everything, everything first you. Be and do yes. first what you want others be and do. Go first. Yeah, you first. The, the second one, do you know, uh, or did, uh, well, I, 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 well, my favorite hobby is watch movies and, and actually I use, a, I use a lot of movies to Great. explain many concepts. And recently I watched the, the movie uh, Doctor Sleep. I don't know if you watched Doctor no, Sleep. I, I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. Well, Doctor Sleep. Uh, well, the, the, it's like a horror movie, but uh, within the movie, there is a, a a great a great message. There is there is this saying that say, that says, uh, "You always watch what you want to watch, or you always see what you want to see." Want to see. I I always that's that's always my approach with movies. I always try to see what I want to see. And in the movie, it is, well, let's, let's put it very, pretty, pretty, um, pretty clear. Uh, there are some individuals that have a, a sort of shine, a shine, like a, like a gift. Actually, it's yes. a gift, but they call it the shine. And so, um, there are some dialogues when, when the guy, for instance, tells the, 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 the girl, don't lose your shine. So that's, that's, that's the, my second tip, never lose your shine. And what mm. I mean by that, what I mean by that is, whatever your gift is, try to uh, polish, polish it by studying, uh, we are like a pair of shoes. Never lose your shine. Always yeah. try to polish it with Take books. Take care of your gifts, yes. Uh, with books, with uh, podcasts like, like yes. Andre's <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, seminars. 
And as, as the late Stephen Covey used to say, always sharpen the soul. So never lose your shine. Watch the movie, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty enjoying. And the third tip, uh, be always uh, hungry for mentors because mentors are like the, mentors are like uh, shortcuts. They, mentors, I, I, what I have found yes. is that mentors are eager to, to share knowledge and yes. they always, uh, you know, save you a lot of time. When you yeah, are willing that's for sure. to- If you listen to them. Uh, yes. <laughs> And I found out from personal experience, sometimes a mentor can tell you something and you're still going to do the mistake, but at least you'll spend half the time to solve it. After you made the mistake, then it would have cost you to work through all the scenarios and see like, what should you do? You know, you know, now, okay, I made this mistake. I know I was told to do this in this situation. If I make it, I'll do that. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. exactly. <clears throat> And when it comes to polishing your shine and improving, which I, I love a lot, um, I'm really curious, what is the book that had the most profound impact uh, on you? Well, apart, apart from, from the Bible, uh, apart from that book, the, the biggest one by far is the values factor. Okay. The values factor from Dr. John Demartini. The values factor. This book is well. well actually, I, I I would dare to say that is the Bible of of become of become a leader in within a very unconventional Bible. approach. Yeah. Why? Because when you this book uh, helps you to find your telos. Your telos is your highest, most important value in life. Your, your reason why you were born in this world. The, nice. this, this, this book uh, teaches you to live according to your values. And, and when, when you do that, when you set goals that fit your highest values, uh, you become more resilient, organized, focused, awesome. creative, and you become a leader. You I become self, self-motivated. Intrinsic motivation sparked from just um, being in contact with your highest value. Good. And Richard, since you love movies so much, what's a movie that had a great impact on you? Well, by far, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I love it, yes. Shawshank <laughs> Redemption. Uh, well, because for me, for me, that, that movie uh, depicts what life is for all of us. Extremely difficult journey and uh, well, uh, a happy ending. Yeah, and, and it's not and, always uh, fair, but you have to do the best out of the hand you've been dealt. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Because we don't choose the, the cards, just how to, how to play them. play them. Yeah, exactly. 
Amazing. And Richard, if people want to find out more about you and get in contact with you, where should they go? Well, I have my, my web my web page is Profer. I mean, let me spell it. It's P-R-O-F-E-R-R.com. Profer.com. And, well, the, the usual suspects, I mean, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, uh, actually, well, obviously, all of these, uh, I, I used to upload some, uh, some clips from my conferences and, and, and workshops and seminars. Well, obviously, they are in Spanish, but, well, maybe you can watch them with English subtitles or... Well, yeah, there's a way. You're try to learn, learn Yeah, there, there is always a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm going to put links in the show notes to your website and your social media accounts so people can reach out to you. It's been a pleasure, okay. Richard, having you on the show. I have learned a lot. I have a whole page of notes here. <laughs> okay. So much appreciated. Thank you very okay. much, Richard. Well, thank you for this wonderful uh, uh, invitation and well, congratulations on, on such a, a great initiative to help people uh, sharpen their soul. Yes, thank you very much and bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was today's episode. Tune in daily. Rate, like, subscribe and share, please. Oh. You can find further info and materials in the show notes on techyleadership.com, including links to the guest book recommendations.